Hi, I'm Jane Stahl, retired high school English teacher and director of community relations at Studio B Fine Art Gallery in Boyertown, Pennsylvania. And this is the Be Inspired podcast. My guest and I hope that in the few minutes you spend with us, you'll be surprised and delighted to meet someone new, become aware of projects going on in your neighborhood, and maybe entertain a new way to look at the world. Look, we all need to keep our spirits up in these challenging times, and I can't think of a better way to lift up our spirits than to meet interesting, passionate folks and learn about what they're doing to make life better for all of us. And so, join me now for the Be Inspired podcast. Hello, podcast audience. I'm here today with a young man, and I mean, he's really young compared to (laughs) me, and that's part of the issue here today. I'm here with Randy Renninger, and Randy is involved in what I very superficially understand as gaming. Is that a correct (laughs) word, or isn't that a correct word? It's a a correct word, but more specifically, I'm involved in eSports. I'm the designer for Team Asylum. We are two... Boyertown natives uh, who started a esports team primarily focused in Pokemon at the moment. No kidding. <laughs> now, what? I mean, I've heard of Pokemon mm-hmm. and I know it was very popular, oh, particularly yeah. a number of years ago. Oh, yeah. And But I don't understand at all what it is you want your players, is that correct? Yep. What you want your players to do. Explain to me just a little bit for anybody in my audience here who is of kind of around my age who doesn't (laughs) do these things on a regular basis. For sure. Uh, So at the moment, our main focus focus is uh, Pokemon Go. So if you remember... Uh, a few years ago, I think it was 2014. Possibly. Uh, you, you would see all those young people walking around the streets looking at their phones. Yes. And, uh, and catching Pokemon. So Pokemon Go was a really revolutionary game. It was one of the only games to ever get people out of the house and walking around. And they would go to parks and battle each other and, and interact. And what did they do there? Were they still on their phones? They were still on their phones, And yeah. what are they doing on their phones? So on your phone, you can catch Pokemon, which lets you <laughs> add to your collection. And you try to find better ones than other people. Uh, as well as level those Pokemon up and get to gyms where you can fight other players' Pokemon. Now you get to gyms on your phone or you get to real Yeah, so it's all geolocated. So everything's based on, uh, for example, in Boyertown here, every bear is a Pokestop. Get out. My bears are part of your game. They actually have been for a really long time. Even before Pokemon Go came out, the same company created another game before that, so I think it was since at least 2010, there's been geolocation. Well, I remember geocaching, and people were. It's kind of like geocaching, but more digital. More difficult. Digital. Digital, I'm sorry. It's all I don't hear very well as an old person (laughs) either. Anyway, so you have designed and created. Is that what you just said there? Uh, no, no, I don't. I don't design the game. I okay. design for uh, the team. So, oh, okay. Let me let me get to the to the esports part of what we do. So, okay. since people are so into this game, 
they ended up integrating a player versus player mode to the game. So you can get together with other people and you can put your Pokemon up against theirs and fight to see who wins. <laughs> okay, but we're still walking around with our phones. Yep, is that right? Yep. And okay. I mean, I love Pokemon Go simply because I, I play a lot of video games. That's a that's a big okay. part of my <laughs> big part of my day. But Pokemon Go gets me out of the house. You know, you get to go yes. to different parks, do different things, yes. search for different things. So, so you're at least in the At sheet. least you're doing something. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're walking around. Exactly. And walking is a big part of the game. So Well, that's good. Yeah, so getting your steps in is actually how you uh, hatch new Pokemon. It's how you gain experience. So it is really good. It's great for the youth to get out and do get stuff. Get out of the house. So. <laughs> <laughs> Even though their phones are attached to their hands. Exactly. But I want to go back because, as you know, as I've told you, I'm a former... Um, um, Boyertown graduate mm-hmm. myself yeah. back in, back in way back in the dinosaur <laughs> days, but taught there of course for a long time. Yeah. And you're a Boyertown grad, is that right? Yeah. Now, when you were in high school, were you studying how to do what you were are doing now, or how did you get into what you're doing? <laughs> well, how I got into what I was doing when I was in high school was playing a lot of video games, <laughs> but. Um, Primarily, I was an artist in high school. All I ever did was draw and focus on my art classes and not much else. And I do regret that to this day. So any now, younger tell me viewers, why you regret that just for any younger people who may be listening. <laughs> um, so I got into a small art school, but my grades weren't great. I barely got into a small art school. So okay. <laughs> make sure you do your homework and listen in class and things like that that I didn't do. But... Um, you know, I, I was able to to work my way out of that through a lot of hard work in college, making sure that I. So you paid went to attention. college locally. Uh, it was called Antonelli Institute in Erdenheim, PA. Okay. So a lot of Boyertown grads used to go there. Uh, now the school doesn't exist anymore. Uh, no kidding. Yeah, it got absorbed by Harcum College in Philadelphia. Very. Cool. So I'm technically a Harcum grad, but. Any, anybody that was an Antonelli would know, you don't say you're a Harkham grad. You yeah, say yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, Randy, you look like one of my ninth grade students. You know, yeah. I find it hard to believe that you're a Boyertown grad as a college person as well. But um, I hear that I look like a ninth grade student a lot. I'm 26. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to ask, but thank you That's for okay. adding that particular detail. <laughs> I just ninth grade, huh? Okay, so very, very, very good. So you, and I intend to post this, uh, drop this episode later this week. Mm -hmm. And so you are going to be here at Studio B on December the 2nd with Chillin' on, during the Chillin' on Main Festival. And what are you going to do here at Studio B? So the hopes are to have our little asylum booth set up to primarily advertise our event coming up in February. February 18th, we're having a Pokemon Go tournament here in town at the YMCA. At the YMCA. Wow. How many people do you expect to attract? I've seen... Would you like to attract? A few hundred. I can't put a solid number on it, but I've been to the, uh, the regional events for Pokemon Go, and you would be so surprised how many people they have there. No kidding. There are so many people of all ages, of all types, all backgrounds who play Pokemon Go, love it, and they compete 
for the world championships. I mean, people my age, and I'm not 26. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, uh, in the older range, yeah, I, I've seen a lot of people there that are you, older than you'd expect to be playing a game on their phone where they catch Pokemon. And that's all they need is their phone. Yep, just your phone. That's all that's required awesome. for the game. It's worth playing. It's a really good game. <laughs> <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to have to stick my foot into this whole arena to see what it is we're talking about. That'd be great. That'd be great. So you're going to be here at Studio B. And um, my understanding from our discussion the other day was you're going to uh, invite people to play. Absolutely. So... If you're if you're from Boyertown, you've seen the people walking around and they're uh, they're spinning their their finger on their phone. Uh-huh. They're probably playing Pokemon Go. You see these people everywhere. So when I play, you go to the gyms nearby and you'll see other people's names in there. Now wait a minute, the gyms nearby. Yeah, on your phone. On your phone. Okay. Yep. So Just it's a it's a certain location in the game. Okay. Where uh, you can put your Pokemon there, and okay. other people have to come and fight them to get control of it. Okay. So it's based on three teams. Are there any important. hugging games? I mean, <laughs> hugging games. <laughs> As no. opposed to fighting games. No. We it's, have so it's much a very fighting cute, going. It's a very cute fighting game. It's so cute it's fight. it, there's nothing bad about it. I okay. promise you. <laughs> not but, blood. Um, split, no, no not blood, blood at all. Out it's very it. child friendly, actually, and that's that's another thing we really like about it is we can integrate it into school and have the kids go out and interact. But No kidding. So us that play Pokemon Go, we know each other by our gamer names. So I know a lot of the people in town. I don't know who they are. I know their name. I'm friends with them on the game. I send them a gift. I think my name right now is WP Beta 2. Okay. Which uh, I created that name back when I was like 13. So I'm planning no on changing kidding. it eventually. <laughs> no. But <laughs> so... Uh, I know all these people in the game, and I want to meet them in real life. Okay. We, we walk around, we walk past each other on the street, and I could, they could be on my friends list, but I wouldn't know. So my main goal for bringing this to Boyertown is, hey, you guys play Pokemon Go, come in, we'll battle, we'll uh, hang out, I'll get to know you, and bring the community together, and make it not so much an online community, but also an in-person community where people can actually interact and talk to each other. That's lovely. Where did that spirit come from? Honestly, I think uh, when it comes to me, the first year of Pokemon Go, we were all, everybody was out there going to parks and they would sit down and it was so weird because nobody had done this before. Okay. So I remember I was sitting in Green Lane Park in uh, Green Lane. Yeah. Nearby here, and uh, a guy was sitting there, also spinning the pokey stops and playing the game. And we just started talking, and he was telling me about how he recently had brain surgery and he's recovering from this. And he was telling me this whole story. And ever since then, you know, I I missed that first year of Pokemon Go, where the community would get together and they would go, "Oh, hey, you're at this gym too. You're fighting me at this gym," and they would talk to each other and have conversation based on what they were doing. And we, you know, we still interact with each other, but it's so few and far between. We just kind of walk by each other on the streets. So. Wow. So do you, do you think you might have other, you might, you might participate in other events that would bring people face to face in addition to chilling on Maine? Uh, so our, our event in, um, in February, February, we're hoping to have, oh, there you go. yeah, we're pulling people from out of state where some of our, our players that are assigned to our team are hoping to come out. 
we're actually having some some of the talent that narrates the or casts the uh, the original the, game. the big uh, no so. How did they find out about you? Oh, uh, so the other guy I work with, Jake, is he's been working in esports a lot longer than me. I'm just a graphic designer. I make him look good. So a lot of the a lot of what I do is I help plan the festival, I help plan the the That's event, important. and I make it look pretty. But um, what he does, he sits behind the scenes and he produces the whole thing. So he's wow. he's the one on the cameras hitting the switches, and he knows all these people that. In the Pokemon Go regionals, they'll cast the event. They'll narrate what's going on in the fights and everything. And he's uh, gotten a few of them really interested in coming to our town to talk about this event. So hopefully some of the people from out of town are going to see that and come and hang out in Boyertown for a Pokemon Go event. Some of the people you'd see at regionals, some of the people you'd see at the World Championships, we're friends with this them and they love us. This is a big deal. It is a big deal. It is a big deal. <laughs> it's And the thing is, it's a much bigger deal than people really think it is. Esports is huge. You can get scholarships for esports. You can, I mean, you see Boyertown just started getting into esports as well. What does that mean, getting esports? So as they, part of there's a class? A few, uh, I believe it's a, like a club. club. I believe it's a okay. club. Uh, that's uh, led by Josh Pennington. Okay. Uh, so he's running a few different esports teams. They do games like, what was it? I think Rocket League, Overwatch, some other you know games out there. But he has a team that they compete online. I watched one of their streams the other day, and it's really cool to see the, uh, the next generation of competitors oh, really you're 26 and you're talking about the next generation oh, I man, just I, love it's it. crazy you see the <laughs> when, when I'm 26 when I see the 17 year olds who can beat me in any video game that exists it's, you are kidding <laughs> it's insane these kids are so good at video games wow but that's not a bad thing anymore when I was a kid that oh, yeah. was when I, when I was a kid, that was, oh, well, you have, you're good at video games. What's that going to do for exactly. you? But now you can make a living off video games. Tell me how. So you have a few avenues. Through esports, which is what we do, uh, prize money. There's huge payouts for esports. You can get scholarships for being on an esports team. All the colleges around here have esports teams, and they will pay for you to go to college to be on their esports like team. Like soccer and yep, football. Just like soccer, football, any other physical sport, you can get paid to go to college for esports. I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> yep, never thought it would happen. <laughs> no, I did but, not. Uh, I mean, and then you can even go into things like Twitch streaming, like live streaming online, uh, doing YouTube videos for your uh, for your video games. People make really healthy livings off of games now. And I'm talking more than you or I are ever going to see in our lives. <laughs> There's these people that they buy mansions off of esports money. And it's, it's amazing. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. Yeah. Now, do I ever plan on getting yeah, yeah. there? We can hope. But uh, really, <laughs> I, I love the grassroots scene. I love being down here with the small towns and with the small creators oh, and helping them. Tell me what them. you like about that. That's an interesting... Well, it's, it's amazing because obviously you have these competitors. Like I work with, I think, five or six now uh, different Pokemon Go players. They're on Team Asylum okay. and they stream a lot. They stream a lot. But um, so obviously their end goal isn't Team Asylum. 
because we can't offer them a like stipend. We can't pay them monthly to play for us. Okay. And maybe one day we'll be able to, but what I love is taking those creators who don't have any connections yeah. in the space and giving them those connections saying, Hey, you will talk to this sponsor with you to help you make some money off of Good this Good Lord, product. you and I do the same job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try to do that with art and artists yeah. and all other yeah, people the in the thing. community. Yeah. Make Get them connection. connected. Exactly. Because yeah. connections are everything. That's literally everything. Wow. So we're connected with a lot of really cool companies. Uh, our merch company, we, we're good friends with the guy who owns it. And it's, and it's really awesome to see we can take those friendships and say, hey, here's one of our players. Uh, they're absolutely amazing. You should talk to them and maybe they can help you out by advertising your product. Fantastic. <laughs> now, as we look at, now this is, this is a question that I'm gonna ask given what you just said. But, I mean, it, it, playing sports, mm-hmm was always a healthy thing to do yeah. for a variety of things. You know, you develop a team, you know, you're out there in the fresh air, mm-hmm. you know, um, now some sports are more dangerous than others, of course. Of course. But what do you see to be the biggest benefit of doing this kind of gaming as opposed to football, soccer, hockey, basketball, etc.? So... Uh, number one is, is, as you said, with other sports, camaraderie. The, the team aspect is so healthy for the young mind. Uh, young people love to be included, and it's really healthy yes. for them to be included. So yes. especially for, I mean, when you think about someone who's playing video games all day, you have a certain picture in your mind, Yes, right? yes, They're I probably do. not on the football team. They're probably not super popular. And okay. I'm not saying they're always not popular, of course. I understand. But, but what I'm saying is it gives them more opportunity for more people to feel it's another group of people who get to be part of a team does that make sense exactly yep and uh then there's the and i mean just backpacking off that is the inclusion of it all say a, a kid who doesn't have great mobility a kid who has some physical disability physical problems okay. or anything um Esports is accessible. If you can sit at a chair, you can do esports. Um, but then, even with that, uh, even past, you can sit at a chair. They have so many ways to play these games without a controller, right. without you see your hands. You're kidding. You, there's a lot of stuff out there. And <laughs> I love that. The fact that it's so inclusive, you can come from any walk of life and you can You and I have the same spirit. I just love that. (laughs) I love that. Now, are there any drawbacks that, or any criticism? Are there any people, you know, coming after you saying, this is not a good idea, you shouldn't be doing that? How do you Um, deal with that? So I would say the main criticism I get is uh, encouraging kids to sit in a chair, you know? (laughs) Um, but that's why I love Pokemon Go so much. It gets people out of the house. It gets people walking right. around. My Pokemon Go players are very fit people generally. They, no they walk around to get that XP. They, they grind the game really hard by walking. So that's great. Yeah. But of course, then you have your other games that don't encourage that as much. Getting out there and being fit is important too. So I can understand where 
some people, especially maybe generations older than me that don't understand that it's okay to play video games all day. <laughs> there <laughs> uh, is a stigma. There yes, is, or of course. But, like you, you say, know, not so much now. But Yeah, but I encourage people to get out and be active anyway. Anyway. I, got out, I just got out of the gym an hour ago. <laughs> no well, speaking of places, is there a place? Do you work at home then? Do you yeah. have a physical location anywhere? Yeah. Do you hope to have a physical location? Maybe one day. Uh, I mean, when it comes to Team Asylum, having a physical location would look like having a facility that our players can come, come. and play with each other, do skirmishes against each other, and have the technological resources available you know for things like their streaming for there their studio yeah, things what, like that what would they what technological resources would they need so for pokemon go obviously your phone is the number one thing it, mm-hmm. you know you're playing the entire game off your phone but having cameras studio equipment for them to stream off of that they could live stream the game online and record that game for further review later would be very important wow are you looking for anything like that? Not yet. Not maybe. yet. Not yet. We're not. Yeah. We're not there quite yet. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, as far as that, we work at home. We all just yeah. sit at our computers all day. Either way, do you get together for coffee or do you just zoom? So uh, Jake, my my partner mm-hmm. in this, he uh, he lives in Pittsburgh now. So he he okay. moved out out to West PA, which is the less cool Pennsylvania. East PA is the way to be. So. Yes, of course. <laughs> oh, but, although uh, the bridges in Pittsburgh are Oh, they stunning. are gorgeous. They're yes. gorgeous. But, yes. you know, you can't beat no. this area. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> but, uh, so we, we talk over uh, the app Discord, which is basically I, the gamers. I'm familiar with that you know? word. Believe yeah. it or not. Yeah. We have an instructor here. His name is Ozzy. Mm-hmm. And oh, I know. I you know Ozzy? He was one year ahead of me. Really? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Ozzy taught art classes here for a okay. number of years. Very cool. And, yeah, we were good friends. And he um, used the Discord program yep. in order to run sessions during COVID yep. when you couldn't get together. Yeah, Discord's great. It's a really great app for He's doing community building. really well now. Yeah. He's running an, well, you probably know this. He's running an online gallery. Oh, I Art haven't heard gallery. from him in a, in a few years. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, he wow, had to quit cool. teaching here because yeah. he was so busy doing what he's I'll doing. I'll touch base with him and see how he's doing. Yeah, that'd he's be good. He's a nice guy. He, Ozzy's cool. He really is. Okay, so <laughs> do you want to give any contact information? Uh, I don't think there's anything else in my head that I wanted to ask you about. Uh, but is there any, how, how do folks reach you? Sure thing. So I'm going to double check on my phone here so I don't get this completely wrong. So on Twitter, we are at Team Asylum. That's T-E-A-M-A-S-Y-L-U-M. And then you can also check out our online merch store. Everything's designed by yours truly. And if I if I do say so myself, it's the coolest merch in esports. Uh, it's uh, teamasylum.gg. So T-E-A-M-A-S-Y-L-U-M dot G-G. Randy, thank you <laughs> so much. You are a great interviewer. And I... Thank you for having me. You, oh you give goodness, a great this interview. Is so much, this is so much fun. And I am so looking forward, audience, once again, to spending some hours with Randy on, d- during Chilling on Maine on December the 2nd. And we'll be here like from, what, 10 to 4 or something like that. 
Okay. And it was some, uh, yeah, it was something like that. I don't something remember like the exact that. hours, yeah. but yeah. we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. You'll be there. When, the, when all the people are in the street, you'll know it's you'll happening. You'll know that we're here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us on the Be Inspired podcast yeah. today. It was so much fun. <laughs> I had a great time. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Be Inspired podcast. If you enjoyed the Be Inspired podcast, please subscribe to be notified of new episodes. This podcast can be found on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor, Spotify, or wherever it is you listen to podcasts. And we welcome you to suggest people, projects, and perceptions that inspire you. What the world needs now is inspiration. Contact me, Jane Stahl, at studiobbb.org or stop by Studio B. More information can be found in the episode notes. We are eager to meet you and learn what it is you love. This is the end of today's episode, and I hope you find your way today to be inspired.